it's all too familiar. You set your alarm for tomorrow like a responsible human, and then morning comes a little too soon. You're just not ready. The bed, nice, cozy, and warm, and when the alarm goes off, the hostage negotiation begins with your snooze alarm. One leads to two, and then wondering, you know, you're calculating if you can make it in time if you hit it just a third time, just a bit more time. We've all been there, and frankly, I was there up until this past year when I learned there's a much easier way of surviving your mornings. Not just surviving, but thriving, and it all starts with the night before. Let's talk healthy morning and nighttime routines on today's show. Welcome to the Creative Coach Cast. I'm Paul Goldsmith, an entrepreneur and creative coach on the show committed to helping you transform your creative ideas into a reality. Just one more episode. I saw that on a t-shirt the other day. It's kind of perfect for where we are. I'm with you. I've been there and we just stay up for one more episode, which turns into you know, the whole series on Netflix or even endlessly scrolling social media from bed because the feed never ends. And we've got FOMO. We don't want to miss out on a single post, update, distraction. They've actually given this activity a name, Revenge Bedtime Procrastination. And the reason we stay up extra late is because we want some me time. We want revenge for a day spent working according to other people's demands or agendas. But let me ask you, what if you could pardon yourself from this cycle of revenge and go to bed and wake up with ease? I'm here to tell you, you can, because I did, and all I can do is share my experience. I'd heard about others doing it, but only in the past year did I actually give it a try myself and create an actual evening routine. And it started with my desire to be more creative, hence the name of this podcast, The Creative Coachcast. What's it take to be more creative? And so I was studying that and what it takes to have more clarity and creative thinking. And one of the big things that jumps out at you is the importance of the quality of your sleep each night, not just quantity, but quality. Our minds and bodies require such ample amounts of deep sleep and REM to restore and operate at peak performance. And we can't just catch up on the weekends. It doesn't work that way. If you're anything like me, I've always had trouble turning my brain off at night, and so I had developed a habit, not intentionally, it was just by default, and isn't that how most habits begin? For better or worse, we just get into a routine, and my evening routine circled around trying to calm down, or at the very least, distract my mind from the busyness. And so this past December, I actually got a sleep tracker to monitor my sleeping, and suddenly, I couldn't deny what was happening. I was getting eight hours of sleep each night, but my quality of sleep was lacking because of a late night drink or snack that I was using to distract myself, and it ruined the quality of my sleep. What I learned from this experience is something I've known for a long time in a work setting. What you measure matters. That actually also applies at home, personally. You want to rein in your budget, you check your balance, you get an app, you manage your finances. You have to do the same thing with your physical and mental health. Same thing for your sleep and your eating and your creative habits. If you struggle with the snooze alarm in the morning, a suggestion I would have for you is analyze your nighttime routine. If you're having a late night drink or snack, 
maybe replace that with something else, like, for example, some nighttime tea. That's what I did. I've learned that if you want to stop a bad habit, rather than just try to stop cold turkey, a more effective way is replace it with something positive. And so what I did is I'll have a caffeine-free gold tea at night, replacing the junk food or adult beverage. And that helps calm my mind and it works really effectively. And then when I wake up in the morning, I feel so much more restored. I get up as soon as the alarm goes off and get on with my day. And I was thinking about this whole idea of the snooze alarm. And I think so many of us hit that on our most creative dreams of just waiting until we feel like getting out of bed and on with our most creative ambitions. And that time never comes. It's always more comfortable in the short term, staying in bed, staying in your safe space. But oftentimes our comfort is what's holding us back from our most creative ambitions and achievements. Just as we need a healthy nighttime routine, we also need something to look forward to when we wake up in the morning. And I've now become one of those people joining the 5 a.m. club. So the alarm goes off at 4.40 and I don't want to get up, but I've already made the decision the day before that that is when I'm getting up and there's accountability that I put on my gym shoes and I get in the car and I go. Before I have a chance to renegotiate or think twice, I'm at CrossFit and I'm working out at 5 a.m. And so by the time I'm done with the workout at 6 a.m., I'm ready to take on the day. I have my intentions for the day. I start with my gratitude journal just to start from an attitude of gratitude. I feel like that's critically important and then decide what are my big priorities for the day and the week and make sure those things get done first so that when we get to the end of the day, we won't say we're busy and then have to procrastinate going to bed to avoid the revenge bedtime procrastination. If you're struggling with the actual snooze alarm or perhaps the more philosophical one of delaying your creative dreams. Just know it doesn't have to be that way. In fact, with just a couple of tweaks, you can radically change your entire day. Perhaps it's time for you to do a check-in with yourself, to measure what matters in all parts of your life your heart, your mind, your body, your soul. I shared this more in-depthly in another episode. You can check it out. The title of the episode was The Creative Check-In. We talked about nurturing the deepest part of ourselves and taking care of your whole self. But suffice to say, it starts with being intentional about your heart, your mind, your body, your soul, and measuring how you're doing in each of those areas and setting an intention for where you want to be a year from now. And then working backwards there's actually a term for this. It's called backcasting. And so you decide where you want to be mentally and spiritually and physically one year from today. And then what does it look like to be halfway there six months from today? And then keep going back. What does it look like to be there partway three months from today? And then finally, work back even further. What does it look like to be more in tune with where you want to be mentally and spiritually and intellectually next Monday? If you want to avoid ever hitting the snooze alarm again, it starts with measuring what matters. Only you can decide what matters and then backcasting. If you're interested in learning more about backcasting, there's a great book by Brian David Johnson called The Future You. You can check that out. And if you need some help or want some accountability, you can text me anytime at 559 
574-3210. Thank you for listening to the Creative Coachcast. I hope this has been beneficial. And if you like it, please review it and rate it. That way others can find it. And we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>